the college basketball experience, NIL and coaching off season news on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr. And you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome to the college basketball experience. My name is Colby Swingin' Dan to base Dan, aka Pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick, and I'm joined by my co-host, the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, homebrew making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving, former, former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. What's up, man? How we doing? It's been a few weeks. I know you're on vacation and we came back. We crammed in some college football, but it was time to dive back into college basketball because a lot of stuff has occurred since uh, we last talked before your vacation. Uh, essentially, a ton of players came back. The, well, first off, the NIL thing happened, which in a right. weird way, I think completely strengthened college basketball from a power's point of view. I mean, definitely. I can't recall a time where since the nineties that the, you'll have these teams so loaded in the college basketball world, a lot of your blue bloods. I mean, UCLA, Gonzaga, um, Kentucky, Kansas, all benefiting from the NIL where players probably would have left in years past or even gone to the G league. I think it's going to really hurt the G league and str- really strengthen the upper edge of college basketball, the upper tier of college basketball. What's, what's your take on the NIL and seeing all these players we're going to go through these players, but, uh, and, and seeing who returned and everything. No, exactly. It's an exciting time to be a college basketball fan, you know, in years past, uh, usually the people who, you know, put their feelers out for the pros, I would say maybe half of them leave, maybe half come back. Maybe that percentage is even higher. The, you know, last five years with players leaving uh, this year, a lot of guys are coming back and why not? If you're not going to be a first round draft pick, you're probably not going to make the roster year one, which means you're in the G league, you're playing overseas and the amount of money you make is not that great. If that's the case, 
Now I I think it's yet to be determined how much money players will make with the NIL. But if you're good enough to be testing the waters, the NBA waters, that probably means your, your, your team's best player or second best player. You're well known, um, especially locally to the university, if not nationally as well. So it's, it's very interesting. I'm, you know, it's a great time to be a college basketball fan because you're going to know all these players and, you know, it's, it's not going to be that year to year turnover where, you know, you're not quite sure how the team's going to be because they are so many new faces and so many freshmen. I think it's wonderful. I think it's going to really strengthen college basketball. Yeah. And since then though, I will say a couple of names did end up cam Thomas came back from L- to LSU and then he went to the NBA draft. So we thought he was coming back for a minute there and the same with Ethan Thompson of Oregon state. That's a big loss. Yeah. So, but both are pretty big losses. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I completely agree with you that the NIL seems to have really strengthened the, uh, what all this, this, the whole sport really. Um, Now maybe it has an effect on the mid majors. We will see Uh, maybe the gap grew, grew bigger by the NIL perhaps, but you make a case like UCF that got CJ Walker, Isaiah Adams and Darius Perry all back. They're, they're all of a sudden now a tournament team. So uh, we'll get to well, it, it here. What's that? If you look at it, you know, I, I did a little bit of research here and the average G league player makes 35 K a year. I would assume that anybody who is potentially, you know, contemplating leaving can make that much money with the NIL or, or at close close to it. Yeah. Even if it yeah. was close to it, like you're still having fans, you know, you're playing for the Bakersfield storm. You're not going to have yeah. many fans, um, but let's go through this list. We want to touch on, we'll touch on some other news in college basketball right after this, but I want to just key in on this and see what we expect from these teams um, and all the, just, ca- this is basically going to be like a news episode. Yes. We're reacting to the NIL, but there's a lot of news that happened in the past three weeks since we did an episode like I said, we're going to try to bring you this, you know, weekly, but um, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it here. Let, but first the big names returning. I think the biggest name was Johnny Jazang to UCLA, him and Cody Riley, both coming back after flirting with going to the NBA. All of a sudden the Bruins are just loaded. Um, that was a dream scenario. If you're a UCLA fan, I, I was, uh, I have a, a friend, a uh, friend of the program in the other room right now. And he's a UCLA fan. And he was saying, uh, shout out to Jong, but it, this, these teams are way more talented than even the Ben Howland teams. So uh, this is the most talent I've seen at UCLA. Probably. I mean, I will say some of those Baron Davis teams had some talent with Matt Barnes and, and some of the other guys, but I, I just think it's an incredibly talented team. Now that UCLA has, you look at tiger Campbell, Johnny Jazang, Peyton Watson coming in and uh, Jamie Jacquez or Jaime Jacquez, Cody Riley, uh, Jules Bernard. I mean, this miles Johnson coming in from Rutgers, this team is loaded. <laughs> they um, really are. They're, they really are. I mean, look, they made the final four last year and then to add that freshman Peyton Watson and miles Johnson, the big man transfer from Rutgers. Yeah. They, this team has no weakness. They're going to be very fun to watch and they are going to do some damage next year. Yeah. And, and they, the, that was Jazang was one of the biggest names out there. Now, Jaden Shackleford was another Alabama. Uh, he announced he was coming back, but then he announced he was transferring. And then, you know, uh, he had a change of heart or something, but uh, he got paid. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe because Alabama now looking really strong, in my opinion, bringing you got back some of that football money. 
I mean, they're going to have Quinterly and Shackerfield. Yeah, exactly. You got some of that saving money, but uh, the, the, the tide now Nate Oates doing a great job. They, they're going to be right there. I think with, with now they have JD Davison, uh, Javon Quinterly, Jaden Shackerfield, Noah Gurley, and, and just a slew of uh, bringing in some b- big recruits, some good transfers, uh, Gurley coming in from Furman. But uh, this is a team. Yes. You lose Herb Jones, you lose John Petty and Josh Primo, but I think they're going to be a team that goes deep next year. I mean, uh, some of the other NIL guys I want to hit on and we, we can dive into uh, what we think. Kofi Coburn, this is a guy who flirted with going to Kentucky, flirted with going to Florida state, but comes back going to play with Illinois. Now all of a sudden Illinois going to be really loaded with him. Andre Corbello. Yes. They, they lose Dusomu, They lose Miller, but that team should look really good. That's uh, huge. Cause I think without him, they were like a bubble team and probably on the wrong side of the bubble with the big man. Yeah. They're, they're looking pretty. Yeah. Uh, obviously Gonzaga brings back drew Timmy. That was a big, that's huge, huge. Uh, they're going to be contenders as well. I'd say Kansas is one that really profited by Akbaji coming back and also uh, adding, getting him back and then getting the likes. Of, I mean, just bringing in Remy Martin who flirted with the NBA as well, Arizona state transfer, but also then adding in uh, or getting back, they, they get back Jalen Wilson as well. So like this Kansas Jayhawks team is loaded. Um, they're another one that uh, to me, one uh, Kentucky one, the transfer or the, uh, the, the bringing back, you know, some of their key players. And also they did great in the transfer portal, but Davion Mintz coming back was huge for them. Um, Texas, Courtney Ramey comes back. Uh, I, we're going to hit on Texas a lot on this episode, uh, considering what they have returning as far as like bringing in a slew of transfers and obviously Chris beard, the man there now too, but some of the other names I want to hit on Isaiah Mobley coming back to USC. That's huge. Max Asmus coming back to oral Roberts. And we'll get to his counterpart in a minute here. And Kevin, come O'Banner. on man. Why did he transfer? <laughs> I out? know. I know Scotty Pippen jr. Coming back to Vanderbilt uh, Tyson ETN to Wichita state Ron Harper. Th- that's one Rutgers was a winner. Ron Harper yeah, jr. And geo sure. Baker, geo Baker, both coming back to Rutgers. Uh, that's huge. And they were, they were looking very iffy. If those guys would have stayed in the pros, very iffy. So now once again, they should be in the tournament just like last year uh, for sure. And then uh, I mean, UCF, I touched on with them bringing three guys back. I think they're a player now in the AAC. Um, Oregon State, yes, you lose Ethan Thompson, but Silva, Alatiche, uh, Kalu all coming back probably still makes them a fringe tournament team. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think that trio right there, I mean, all three of those guys played pretty good basketball on their run to the Elite Eight. So, yeah, I think they're on the right side of the bubble. Sure. Michigan gets Hunter Dickinson back. They also That's get huge Devonte Jones, who was a guard from coastal Carolina that said he was grad transferring to Michigan, but tested the NBA waters. Both are coming back to uh, Michigan essentially, even though Jones wasn't there last year. I think with Dickinson there, they're a contender. They're a top 10 school. Yeah. Uh, how about the, how about the hurricane getting Isaiah Wong and Cameron Murgusty back? That was expected. I thought, cause those guys, they're not NBA guys. I mean, they're good. They're good college basketball players and Miami desperately needed them, them to come back. So I'm happy for Larenaga, uh, but I kind of expected those two. Yeah, Terrence Shannon back to Texas Tech. I think Texas Tech suddenly adding the likes of a banner and getting uh, Shannon back. Huge. How about how about uh, Julian Champagne? Yeah, yeah, St. John's man. You know they could they could surprise some people this year. 
I think they're going to be a tough, tough out. I mean, uh, in the mid-major level, Fresno State brought both back th- their guys that flirted with the league. I, I, I doubt that they were going to make the league, but it, right. Oregon as well, from the likes of Davian Harmon, getting him back, and Quincy Garrier, who was a transfer um, from from Syracuse. But how about Maryland? Erica Yala. Yeah, they lose Talk Wiggins. But, that yeah, they lose Wiggins, Talk but about, bring back right, Ayala. Right. Talk about a team with a pretty high ceiling. Maryland could uh, really uh, look good. And, you know, that's that's the thing though too is that, like, you know, if this was two years ago and Maryland, and Maryland was bringing back these guys, you're like, man, that's like a top five school in the country. But now with so many teams bringing back so many people, you know, it's it's like, well, yeah, I mean, they're going to be good next year. But there's also a lot of other good teams, probably better teams. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Brockington. Uh, Penn State transfer had transferred to Iowa State, but testing the NBA waters. He's coming back. How about Buffalo? Josh Mbala and uh, and and John- Jonathan Williams coming back to Buffalo. They're going to be good in the MAC. Mike uh, Matthew Mike Meyer from Baylor's coming back. That's when we kind of assumed Kiva Luma, Virginia yeah. Tech, Travion Williams, Purdue. That was huge. And, and LSU got it. They might have lost Cam Thomas, but Darius Day's coming back is huge for them. Um. I wanted to hit also on Jordan Hall, St. Joe's. This is a guy who came back that was he was actually announced he was transferring to Texas, but testing NBA waters, and he changed his mind and he went to St. Joe's. He came, he came back and stayed at St. Joe's. I think that's a huge get for St. Joe's as they continue to to build up their program. Well, he probably saw everybody else at Texas was bringing in there like, oh shit, I yeah. don't want to ride the pine. <laughs> yeah, I uh, talk about a huge one. Colin Castleton coming back to Florida that was gigantic. Yeah. yeah. Um, EJ Lydell to Ohio State. They lose Dwayne Washington, but EJ Lydell, and, and we'll touch on Ohio State in a second here. That was a, that was huge for them to get EJ EJ Lydell back, big time. Once again, I don't think he's really a, a pro type player either, but very good on the college level. He'll be their leader from you know day one here, and yeah, the Buckeyes needed him coming back. Sean McNeil coming back to West Virginia kind of predicted Expected. that one. Yeah, yeah. C- Courtney Ramey to Texas. That one was actually a little bit. I thought there was a chance. Uh, how about Raquan Evans coming back to Florida State as a super senior? I know he yeah. wasn't going to play in the NBA, but uh, was you know some of these guys just go and play ball overseas? So sure, sure. or they become uh, you know tax accountants or something, <laughs> right? Right. Um, the key losses, I will say that that of note, obviously, Cretwig leaves Loyola. Um, St. Louis took a took a, a one-two punch and Jordan God or Goodwin and uh, Hassan French leaving. Surprising. So they're just going pro. And I think there's a strong chance they're going to be playing overseas. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I would assume so Jericho Sims from Texas. He'll probably end up being a first round draft pick. Trey Murphy from Florida. First round draft pick Jose Alvarado. That was a little bit surprising because he had flirted with coming back. Uh, Miles McBride gone. I think he's projected as a first round pick. This one was surprising to me. Delano Blanton from Nebraska. That was surprising. Yeah. yeah you know what? Some people are just done with, done with school. Yeah. You J- know, Jason they, Preston, they Ohio, Doing the towel. Uh, remember Ohio's great run, uh, beating uh, Virginia in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah, you're right. Some people are just done with school, but some of them aren't seniors, man. Some of them are juniors and sophomores. Say, hey, let me go get paid in, you know, Brussels or wherever. You know. Well, it's funny you brought that up because I have, um, I think it's a couple years old, so I, I'm not saying this is exact. And I just googled it, so I have no idea that the source here. But I have the average sale uh, salary for um, uh, basketball players who play overseas. Uh, and it obviously depends on where they play and in what league, but like, I think there was a guy who, who uh, jumped to Australia. Was it uh, one of the balls? Yeah. Or, uh, yeah. It was or, one of the balls. 
or Emmanuel Moutier, Lamelo Ball, I believe. Yeah, so so they were known, so they might have got a little bit more. But in Australia, your your typical average basketball guy makes between sixty and hundred k a year. So they're not working, not crushing it, you know. So they're essentially working at Kinkos, all right. Sure, and you have to <laughs> think. <laughs> so I mean, you think a, a a college guy that has now has nil. It it, it remains to be seen how much these guys are going to get from their endorsements. I really it's hard to to gauge that. But not only do you have the endorsements, but you also get free room and board, free clothes, free travel, free meals. You know, so you're maybe you're only making fifty k with the nil. Well, add all that up, and it's more like you're playing over in Australia, or you're playing, you know, in in Spain or in the Euro League or something. Yeah, yeah, you're right, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, what team do you think benefited the most coming back? I mean, you think you? I know you brought up the case of Illinois, um, you know, becoming what you'd say is a team that was on the the bubble, but I think Rutgers right there in that conversation. Marcus Bagley, say, Bagley coming say, back to Arizona State was huge too. The answer is UCLA. Yeah, I mean, because now they're they're they have to be one of the favorites to win the whole thing, and I mean those other schools. Yeah, I mean they their their best guys or their one or two best guys came back, which which means that they're going to have a good season compared to potentially a pretty bad season. But I don't think they're really contenders. So I think the winner is the uh, UCLA Bruins. Interesting, interesting. Uh, okay, folks, I want to tell you guys that the college basketball experience is brought to you by WinBet. Yes, WinBet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the Win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports games. Generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk free offer of up to a $500 risk free sports bet. Terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right. Well, uh, now the transfer portal, it's been crazy. It's been very crazy as we know this off season, but we keyed in on some of that when we were previewing, check out all of our previous episodes where we're kind of doing a check-in on each conference. Cause we covered a lot of the transfer portal, but since the, since our last episode three weeks ago, we do have a lot of change. Um, some of the big ones, I, I would say Kevin O'Banner, the stud from Oral Roberts, who everyone in the NCAA tournament pretty much became a household name in the NCAA tournament as right. he as he went up against Florida, the likes of Florida and Ohio State, and really shredded them. He transfers to Texas Tech. When all of a sudden you say, "Whoa!" I mean, I know I think we did our Big Twelve check in, and we kind of thought Texas Tech was a team uh, that we didn't think you know much. Now we thought, okay, I don't know about them, but now you look at this team with Kevin McCuller. Uh, Sadar Calhoun, the Florida State transfer coming in. Ter- Terrence Shannon Jr., Kevin O'Banner. They got Bryson Williams, Marco Santos Silva. All of a sudden, uh, Daniel Batchel coming in from Arizona as well. Malik Wilson coming in from Louisiana Lafayette. All of a sudden, you say this is a decent team. This is a, a fringe top twenty-five team. What? Yeah, I think so. I think uh, I think they can definitely get in the uh, top twenty-five. I mean, so they they do have an unknown commodity at at head coach. The um, I I forget his name actually. He's the he's the assistant under Beard. Um, so that's a little bit of an unknown. But looking at the roster, you you ha- definitely have to like what you see there, especially with O'Banner coming up. It's uh, uh, on Mar- board. Mark Adams, by the way. Mark Adams. There you go. Yes, yeah. it's just a plain boring name. <laughs> very very forgettable. Um, but yeah, getting, getting no Michael Adams, (laughs) former bullet in Boston college, uh, Eagle, but, uh, Kevin O'Banner, I think is a huge, a huge get for Texas tech. 
He had offers from Arkansas, had offers from Alabama, had offers all over the place. Um, and then I'd say one of the other big ones, there was been a, a bunch, but I would say uh, Marcus Carr from Minnesota to Texas and the Longhorns continue to, I mean, you want to talk about a team that, that is right there with UCLA. They are loaded on paper. Marcus Carr throughout the first half of last year was one of the best players in the country. Yeah. He was just killing it. I mean, if you play college basketball DFS, uh, not only did he drop 30 a couple nights, but he, you know, he would pitch in with like eight assists, seven rebounds. I mean, he's just, he's just a hell of a player uh, on paper. This Texas roster looks pretty amazing. You know, granted, I think the only person returning is, is Courtney Ramey <laughs> and, uh, and, so, and Andrew Jones, Andrew Jones too. Okay. All right. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, so a, a ton of new faces. It'll be interesting uh, to see how, how quickly they gel. I mean, talk about killing it in the transfer portal. They bring in Devin Askew from Kentucky, which I thought showed promise. Timmy Allen was a good player at Utah, really good player. Dylan uh, Disu or whatever. How do I, that last name always gets me from Vanderbilt. Who was solid Christian Bishop at Creighton's really good. Trey yeah. Mitchell at UMass. Really good. Marcus Carr from Minnesota. Wow. They went out and got, I mean, this is a team that could win the national championship. Uh, they go at least eight deep, you know, and don't, and you know, when, when those backups come in, they're not going to miss a beat. So I definitely, I agree as long as they can come together as a cohesive unit and, and you got to give the head coach beard some credit he's done before. So yeah, this looks like a final four team to me. Yeah. Uh, so if you're uh, whether you're in the sec or the big 12, actually it'll be a big 12 this year, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think you got, you got to like that. If you're, if you're a longhorn fan, because beard having an immediate impact and uh, let's take a look at uh, let's take a look at the likes of Ohio state because they lose Washington, but bring back EJ Lydell and that you're thinking, okay, well they brought Lydell back. He was the, he was like, they're probably their best player. Uh, they're bringing in Jamari Wheeler from Penn State and Joey Bronk from Indiana, but the big one, Cedric Russell, coming over from Louisiana. This guy was a, one of their best players, if not their best player. He's gonna take. He's gonna fill in for Washington essentially. Um, so they're starting five. Projected starting five, I would assume. Jamari Wheeler, Cedric Russell, Justice Sewing, EJ Lydell, and Kyle Young. With with then having uh, some of the other guys, Bronk on the bench, uh, Zed Key, some of the other guys. Um, what do you make of Ohio state now coming into the season? Yeah. Very interesting. You know, if Liddell wouldn't have came back, uh, that front court would be hurting uh, just because, you know, the other guys, I mean, Kyle young is a solid player. He's been around for four or five years. Zed key showed a little bit of promise as a freshman last year, but I don't think any of those guys are, are really ready to step in and, and, you know, and be the man in the front court. Like Liddell is Liddell's a hell of a player. He's a, he's a potential, you know, big 10 player of the, of the year candidate. So getting him back, it is it, just, it's huge. Uh, I would say right now, I mean, if you're looking at some of the projected top 25s that have Ohio state hovering in the late teens or so, I think that might be, you know, too low. I think they could be better. But once again, like I was mentioning, there's so many good teams on paper right now. It's hard to kind of rank them. Uh, it's going to be a, a very interesting, fascinating year uh, come college, come college basketball season. Yeah, and let me just hit on a few more of these transfers here because uh, I hit on a banner car and Russell, three of the biggest transfers in the past couple of weeks. But uh, Musa Cisse, uh from Memphis to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, I think, is a player now in the Big Twelve. 
That's a big get for them to give them some depth. Seneca Knight, this guy was originally going to transfer to LSU, but he saw everyone that returned from San Jose State. He was one of their leading scorers uh, the past two years. He's now going to BYU with Mark Pope. I think that's a great get. Uh, that's a very good get for Mark Pope. But Dawson Garcia, Marquette to North Carolina. You're there in ACC country. What do you think of that get? Well, before I mention that, go back to Oklahoma State real quick. Just because they lost Kate Cunningham, don't think that Oklahoma State isn't you know a legit team this year. When he was hurt, they still won some games, and they showed that it wasn't just a one man operation. And then with the ability to bring in Sissy, uh, I guess that's his Cisse, Cisse, yeah, I think you're right, Cisse who. As a true freshman last year, first of all, he was a he was a pretty high recruit, I believe. Yeah, um, I think he might have been a five star, if not a a, a four star. But uh, he's gonna be a real nice piece there. So I I do like Oklahoma State and and, and, uh, and and Oklahoma State also bringing in the likes of a Bryce Thompson from Kansas and Woody Newton from Syracuse to mix with uh, Isaac Likely, Avery Anderson, uh, Matthew Alexander Moncrief, uh, Caleb Boone, Rondell Walker. This is a team that could be really good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then UNC, that was a, a huge get uh, with Dawson Garcia and also bringing back Armando Baycott. Uh, yeah, they definitely had some question marks before those two guys decided to play in Chapel Hill, but uh, that roster is really rounding into form as well. Yeah, what do you think that ceiling would be now that you, they bring in those guys? You know, they still have Caleb Love and RJ Davis, uh, bringing in Justin McCoy from Virginia, Brady Manick from Oklahoma. You know, we 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 had them as a fringe top twenty-five, to, or I'm sorry, a fringe tournament team a few months ago. Now I think they're uh, like a Sweet Sixteen team. Yeah, you know, bringing in Garcia and Baycott really solidifies the interior. I'm not the biggest fan of Brady Manick, but him coming off the bench now—that's nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If, when he's your starter, like uh, I don't know about him, but as a a six man or something, you know, that's a, a nice piece there. So really, with when when you look at UNC. The 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 freshman backcourt from a season ago, Love and Davis, as you might expect with freshmen, especially in the COVID season, they were very inconsistent. They struggled at times. They showed flashes. So I think now that the front court is solidified, it's really going to see how big of a jump they make from year one to year two in the backcourt behind Caleb Love and R.J. Davis. I mean, those guys are five stars. They got the talent. If they can put it together and make that second year leap, then UNC has a chance to be pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. I can't wait for, I, I'm already getting excited for college basketball. I know I'm months away, but uh, other, other key transfers, Alonzo Verge, uh, he goes from Arizona state to Nebraska. It's a big get for Hoiberg. And I think Nebraska is kind of an interesting team in the big 10 this year. Uh, Josh LeBlanc from LSU to UAB. And and by the way, conference USA fans, I know Western Kentucky's, uh, you know, been a good team, but Bassey's gone. I believe they're bringing back Anderson, but keep an eye on UAB. UAB has been getting a slew of transfers. Andy Enfield d- doing it, or not Andy Enfield? Uh, what, what was the old Miss coach? The uh, oh geez, Andy Enfield's uh, USC's. Hold on, hold yeah. On. Uh, I'm drawing a blank on the coach's name right now, but uh, it's it's Andy, right? It's uh, yeah, yeah. Jeez, well, that's not college basketball season. Andy Kennedy, Kennedy. There yes, you yes. Go. Um, I like LeBlanc too. He was, uh, you know, I mean, LSU had a bunch of guys there last year and he was stuck behind some guys, but they had some injuries. So he filled in in certain spots last year. And I like what I saw, especially 
dropping down, you know, in competition, I think he's going to fit into UAB very nicely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, UAB has been very active in the transfer portal. I think they're probably going to be the, the team to beat in the CUSA this year. Keep an eye on uh Well, uh, well, no, I'll, I'll say Western Kentucky will still be there too. I think they keep a decent program there, but Daryl Morsel leaves Maryland for Marquette. Shaka smart adds him. That was a pretty good get. He's a great defensive player. Uh, Dude, a couple months ago or whenever we did that, um, Check in or preview for Marquette. At that point, we were saying that they need some bodies. <laughs> yeah, they they didn't need people on the roster because they had lost so many guys transferring out. So yeah, uh, nice get there with uh, Morsel. Yeah, I mean, I still think they're behind the eight ball a little Great. bit, and it's going to be a tough year one for Shaka Smart. But I do think they are a team that, uh, you know, I I, I think. That's a big get. I think suddenly you're starting to see a little bit now. Obviously, losing some of those players that you lost to the transfer portal, uh, decently uh, big hits for for your team. But uh, it'll be interesting to see if he doesn't try to land some other players at last second before uh, before really go you know going out there. They lost a ton, man. They lost Theo John to Duke. They lost uh, McHugh into Weber State of all places, which was shocking to me. Uh, Jamal Kane left to Oakland. Went to Oakland University. Jamal Kane was a key player on this team last year. It was shocking to me. Um, so and Garcia. So I mean, just uh, just a slew of of players leaving uh, Milwaukee essentially. But uh, keeping it going here on the transfer portal. Kevin Samuel, TCU. He leaves TCU to go to Florida Gulf Coast. That was surprising to me. Your and a SMU to DePaul. A couple smaller ones. I mean, but Silvio De Souza, Kansas to Chattanooga. Interesting. J- uh, Jacob Coles going from Butler to TCU. Um, those aren't all huge names. So uh, I don't know what to make on those, but just wanted to add those in there as teams getting stronger. Let's also talk about this though. Actually, let me tell you first that the college basketball experience um, is brought to you by prop swap. Yes. Uh, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Find the best odds on, you know, MLB futures. When you buy directly from other betters on prop swap, See a ticket you like, but think the price is too high. Well, submit a bid for a price that you think is fair, then buy it. Every ticket purchased on PropSwap can be resold at any time with one click of a button. And PropSwap gives you a suggested price tool that essentially lets you know how much your ticket is worth. Here's a perfect example. Went on the NBA two weeks ago, a PropSwap customer sold a $500, 40 to 1 Phoenix Suns championship ticket for 16 grand after the Suns went up 2 0 in the finals. What a great, what a great buy that was, or what a great sell that was. I'm sorry. Um, and a great buy, I guess, but uh, a 30 times return for the seller and adjusted odds of minus 400 for the buyer, even though he lost uh, with props up, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. It just needs to improve. Think of it like a stock market for, but for uh, sports betting, use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Go to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. Um, all right. I want to hit on some news and we're going to, we're going to, touch base on the coaching front. And uh, by the way, the, the transfer portal still Keith Williams from Cincinnati still out there. I think him and Tyrese Radford, the most interesting players left in the transfer portal at the moment. I was uh, surprised to see Radford throw his name in the hat. I, th- I thought that uh, I liked what, what Virginia tech was uh, bringing back here. I thought he was going to be a part of it. He is the same guy that got suspended for about a month or so during the season last year. So yeah. Uh, and, and I don't think it ever came out as to why he got suspended. I think it was one of those very vague, you know, infraction of team violate uh, v- team rules, you know, violation or something. So uh, I, I'm not sure if uh, that has something to do with it, but 
he is a pretty good player. So, um, yeah, I think I, I know there's a number of schools probably uh, bringing his phone right now. Definitely, definitely. Um, I want to touch base though on the coaching front. We got Cal State Northridge announces that Trent Johnson is their new interim head coach uh, because Mark Godfrey, which I know you got something to say on this, uh, and and the rest <laughs> of the staff will remain on paid administrative leave. What a nice thing to be on paid administrative leave. Um, but they have uh, they have a they're. They're, it's Godfrey. I feel like this. We've seen this story before, right? Oh yeah. I mean, the guy is a slippery dude. Uh, you know, at, at, at NC State, he's the one that gave what ten thousand dollars to uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, it might have even been more. Maybe it was fifty k. I forget. But uh, I think he like flew down in a helicopter with some bags of cash. That's always uh, been yeah. cool. I've always wanted to do that. I've seen. <laughs> I feel like that's a villain in like a uh, Seagal movie. <laughs> always flies down with bags of cash in a helicopter. But I gotta say, if if a coach takes his helicopter, lands in my backyard with a bag of cash, and gives it to me, I'll probably sign. I'll probably sign up with him. So, but uh, <laughs> you know, wherever he's gone, violations have followed. So I'm not surprised in the slightest. Uh, that interim head coach Trent Johnson is he the one that used to coach Stanford? I think that, eh, that let me is, double check. I Trent Johnson. Uh, I think you're, you might be right. Yeah. And TCU as well. You're right. Yeah. He, he played at Boise state in the seventies and, uh, and uh, yeah, he's at Cal, he's Cal, he was at Cal with Mark Fox uh, last year. So he's an assistant there comes down it was also at Louisville was at TCU LSU LSU's head coach from 08 to uh, 2012 was at Stanford from 04 to 2008. It was, at I don't Hull. recall him at TCU. Uh, well, they didn't do much. No, no yeah, one did. No one recalls him at TCU. All right. Yeah. So he hasn't done much since Stanford. I mean, I think he flamed out at LSU and TCU. I, I had no idea that he was an assistant for Godfrey, but um, no, he uh, wasn't. I, I think they quickly just cause the rest oh, of the staff. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I read you. Yeah. So, uh, that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. But, uh, uh, other coaching news, Damon Stoudemire took the Celtics job uh, as an assistant to go for the Boston Celtics. So the assistant of, of, uh, what is this Pacific? I believe Pacific. Yes. Uh, grabs Leonard Perry to be their new head coach. Don't know a ton about old Leonard Perry, but I know that uh, it's weird because I feel like Stoudemire had that program decent. That was a decent team last year. Well, like they were, they were improving. Yeah. And, and he was an assistant at Pacific Leonard Perry also uh, has had coaching stops at Colorado state, Southern miss in the Indiana Pacers, as well as Iowa state. Uh, but hey, you know, it's the Boston Celtics call and you're coaching Pacific, <laughs> you know, you're going to make that leap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point. And uh and then Larry Brown, Penny Hardaway. First off, Penny Hardaway, the Magic one that we're inquiring about hiring him, and Penny Hardaway then withdrew his name, even though he he said it's a dream to coach the Orlando Magic. It's a team he played for, but he said he still got work to do at Memphis. So he announces that he's coming back. Although a lot of people projected him to go to the NBA and coach for the Orlando Magic, but then not only that, he announces he's coming back, and he said, I, you know, I'm not done. I haven't done the job that I said I would do here at Memphis. Kudos like to him it. coming back, like but, but then he goes out and hires Larry Brown as an assistant coach. Larry Brown's got to be what eighty years old. I, I don't know. I should Google it right now. No, yeah, he was born in nineteen forty, uh, so he is exactly eighty years old. He will be eighty-one before the season starts. So 
But is Good there for him, man? Is there a guy that knows basketball better than Larry Brown? I, uh, he's had some success over his career. Uh, I think his Wikipedia page would would take a couple days to read through it. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, and that is, I saw Kelvin Sampson speak on this today. Uh, he said that you know we we won four tournament games this past year at Houston, but none of them none of those teams gave us as much challenges as Memphis. Man, he he thinks Memphis was better than those teams, but Memphis had such COVID issues twice in their season. What do you make? Do you think that's him trying to fluff up the AAC, or do you think there's that's reality? Memphis was coming on uh, in like late February, early March. Memphis was definitely coming on. They just didn't have enough time to get enough wins in order to you know polish that resume enough. So. I think they were coming on and I think they have a chance to be pretty good this year too. So uh, I'm kind of, in a way I'm kind of rooting for them now that Hardaway decided to stay. Yeah. Yeah. I like Penny Hardaway, man. I thought the NCAA gave him a hard time about that. I, I really, I don't know if you, if you, uh, yeah, he helped a kid move or something, but he did it before he was like, he did it before he knew he was going to be coach of Memphis. So it was, it was a tricky situation, I think, or I, I think he helped out some money. I don't know. I, I, I just remember he gave being, a kid like a grand to move yeah. to, for his family to move or yeah. something. And, you know? But, but it was before it was like fringe, like when he was going to become head coach, I thought it was, I thought the NCAA was doing their classic example of uh, to quote Jerry Tarkanian, Kentucky cheated. So let's penalize Cleveland state. Um, <laughs> right. uh, so let me ask you this. All right. We're, we're still, you know, this is, this is July <laughs> late or mid to late July here. We we still got three months, four months to the season, you know, really tips off, but schedules are starting to come out. Uh I got some first you know, obviously they're not fine tuned. All the schools haven't released their schedules yet, but I got some big time matchups. Obviously Hit me. Uh, uh well, Tuesday, November ninth. Season opener, you know you see it every year. Michigan State, Kansas, Duke, Kentucky. Those are two games that are happening op- opening night. Beautiful. I, I I think we're going Kansas and Kentucky will be favored, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, both. I believe I think they're at Madison Square Garden this year, if memory serves me correct. Um, but th- those are opening day games for college basketball. Besides that, you know, a lot of teams haven't released, so it's not the greatest schedule on the opening day. Besides those two marquee matchups, uh, you could take a look and say, ah, oh, there's some other decent. Uh, I mean, there's there's a uh, Grand Canyon, Arizona State. I think, right? I like it. There's, I like it. there's uh, Akron. The average college basketball fan might not be too excited about that one, but I know me and you will be. Yeah, Akron, Ohio State, I think could be fun. Um, we'll dive into some others, but then you let the the week play out, and we're, we're like I said, we're going to kind of go through the first month here. Uh, you got Pitt, West Virginia, first week. That's fun. Nice. I mean, what, nice. West Virginia seems to be kind of reloading. Uh, Pitt is a is a kind of a dumpster fire in a way. Like that's one I think, I think you have to like the Mountaineers there. Yeah. Especially in Morgantown, Oregon state traveling to Ames, TJ Otzelberger, new head coach of, of the cyclones. That could be interesting. Uh, Florida state, Florida. We see this every year. This is, this shouldn't surprise many. Yeah. It's uh, a fun game too. Yeah. Um, that SMU at Oregon. This is on the first couple days, San Diego state at BYU. What, who, what are you thinking there? That's, that's a ball game. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, BYU. I think they they lose some guys. They lose their leading score from last year, if I'm not mistaken. I think uh, I might go Aztecs there. Get a little road win. Yeah, uh, that'll be interesting, man. I like Mark Pope's squad. 
Um, how about this one, man? I'm talking, you're talking four days into the season, Texas at Gonzaga. Ooh, and that, that could be two final four schools. That's a matchup wow. right there. I'm telling you some of these, some of these first round or first, I, I, first month matchups are just loaded. I thought you were going to, before you went into the schedule, I thought you were going to ask me who my final four was. And, and if we are going to mention that right now, Spoiler alert! It might have included one or two of those schools, and you you mentioned it in that matchup there. Yeah, I mean it's, that's must-watch TV. November thirteenth, it's penciled in at. Um, some of the other ones that could be fun, uh, big-time matchups. You got the ACC Big Ten matchup or B, the ACC Big Ten matchups that happen every year. We'll get to that in a minute here. But Providence at Wisconsin, November fifteenth. I like it. Think of that. I like it. Fun game. Illinois at Marquette, little little close matchup right up the road. Yeah. Shaka Smart, chance to make a statement. Dude, dude, you're getting me excited with all these games, man. Yeah. How about how about it? You want to uh, you want a little upset alert? Liberty at LSU. Don't watch Ooh, watch out I for the know. flames. Watch out for the flames. Lib- all right. Liberty's gonna be good, but LSU just might be loaded. And and LSU plays good at home. Watch out for LSU on the road. That's when you fade them. Seton Hall, Michigan. Yeah, that's a good game. And that's that's in a, in a, in Ann Arbor, so that should be Gotta fun. Favor the home team. How about this? Michigan State at Butler, November seventeenth. That's that's interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen Michigan State play at Hinkle. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. I, 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 and we're we're not really sure how good Sparty is going to be this year. And, I, and I, if I recall correctly, we're both pretty high on Butler. Yes, we are. And, and then that same that same very night, Virginia at Houston. Talk about nice. two different nice. styles of play. Wow, I want to watch that. Two different styles of play, and you also have NC State against Oklahoma State that night. Okay, pretty okay. pretty loaded matchup. Uh, how about Ohio State at Xavier? Wow, I, dude, Battle of Ohio, man. Let's Got, do it. Gotta love that. Uh, I'm telling you, there's some really great matchups here. Arizona State uh, travels to San Diego State. Last year, San Diego State went up to Tempe, whooped them. Nice. Uh, it's the return game down in San Diego. Um, Wichita State, Arizona. Any interest in that one? Of course. I love seeing the Shockers play a bigger school. Yes. Stan- they might just shock them. Stanford at Baylor. Any chance the Pac 12 makes a statement early on? I mean, Baylor loses a lot, but I, I'm not sure how good Stanford is. So I, you know, I would go, I'd go Baylor pac 12 had that incredible run in the tournament a, a year ago. So this is where we get close to it. November 20th. Like I said, where I know we're months away, but we love college basketball here North Carolina, Purdue. There you go. Come on. That's a ball. Man, game. Those, uh, those two interiors will be going after it. I, I think I, I might like UNC there. I don't know. That's yeah, that's a sneaky game. It's a sneaky game. Everyone's really bullish on the Boilermakers this year. That could be a dangerous one. Tennessee Villanova. Nice game. Interesting. Got to favor Villanova, especially early in the year with Tennessee having all those freshmen coming in. Okay. Now how about uh, this was announced, I believe yesterday, UCLA Gonzaga in Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, the rematch, dude, that'd be a fun game to go to. That's that was one of the best games I've seen in my life. When is that? November that November twenty third. What day of the week is that? It's probably right around thing. I think tw- I think this year Thanksgiving is a little later, isn't it? I think it's like twenty eighth or something. I, honestly, I have not looked that far. Twenty uh, third. That is Thanksgiving. Oh wow! Geez, so I got the Egg Bowl and that to watch. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Twenty fifth is Thanksgiving, so it's it's Tuesday. Man, I I can't go to Vegas the week of Thanksgiving. I was gonna say <laughs> we should meet up and go to it. Damn it. 
Uh, I got a couple more games I want to hit on, but before I do, I want to tell you guys that uh, make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. So download the app and sign up at underdogfantasy.com promo code SGPN. And while you're there, might as well download us. Yes. The SGPN app is now live in the app store and Google play store. The app gives you easy access to all of our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss up an app review and download the SGPN app today. And I, I telling you, we have a lot of great guests that just jumped on Jim McMahon, Phil Steele, uh, Mike Leach, Larry, the cable guy, uh, probably forget Randy cross, super bowl champ, Randy cross. Um, so check that, grab the SGPN app. It's free. You got no excuses. So, all right. I want to key in a few, before we get out of here, I just want to key in on a few more matchups that just have me, my, me sitting over here, salvage, you know, just salivating on these teams. I want you know? your final four too, before we go. Okay. We can do that. Uh, Illinois, Cincinnati. Is that interest you at all? Of course it does. Okay. Dude, we're college basketball. I know. I know. Uh, Memphis, Virginia tech. Interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting. I want to watch that. Yeah, Mike Young. I think Virginia Tech could be a sleeper in the ACC. Yeah. Right. Uh, Louisville, Mississippi State sounds fun. Ben Howland. That also very interesting. Yes, Howland was very active in the transfer portal. Louisville uh, even did some things in the transfer portal as well. Richmond, the Spiders. Uh, there could be a really dangerous team this year. They're going to play I Maryland. I saw a tweet today that said the average age of the Richmond spider starters, 23 years old. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Uh, Miami hurricanes against Dayton. That should be fun. How about a little mid major love Drake against Belmont? Oh, Oh, there we go. I love it. Yes. Yes. And how about this? A matchup, a rematch. We have a couple rematches that I'll key in on before we get out of here from the NCAA tournament. We touched on UCLA Gonzaga. But what about Alabama? Iona? Doing it again, week uh, first month. Yeah, that was a good game. That was a good. Right. Remember, Iona was scaring them for a little bit there, and that's that was Patino's first year. No off season. I mean, no practice really. So uh, watch out, Bama. Yeah. How about this Black Friday day after Thanksgiving? Gonzaga Duke <laughs> in Vegas too, I believe. Oh man, shit. Why do I have a family? Dude, that would be a great <laughs> week to be in Vegas, right? You get UCLA Gonzaga, then you get Gonzaga Duke. Oh man, that's that's fantastic. But with uh, with how young Duke is, I don't know. As a Duke fan, that's gonna be tough. How about Georgetown, San Diego State? Nice, interesting, strange matchup. I like it. Yeah, Penn State, LSU. Any chance a little upset brewing there? Yeah. No. No. Uh, Oklahoma, UCF. That's in Orlando. I think Oklahoma's gonna be pretty strong this year. I think UCF too, though. UCF's gonna be a team to watch out for. How about uh, let's get to the Big Ten ACC matchups here? Iowa, Virginia in Charlottesville. I think UVA rolls there. Okay, Notre Dame at Illinois. That's a ball game now. We thought Notre Dame might have that that upper hand. Yeah, yeah, with Coburn back for sure. Minnesota at Pitt. Where where do you lean there? Big Ten <laughs> ACC challenge. Talk about. I gotta say, Pitt. Pitt. I think Pitt. I think Pitt's a, a step ahead right now. I completely agree. Indiana, I mean, Pitt. Pitt is rebuilding, but Minnesota is. They haven't even started the rebuild process yet. So uh, yeah, I go Pitt there. Indiana at Syracuse. Oh, Indiana. Yeah, that's another one. By the way, earlier uh, this is on November thirtieth, but a couple like about a week earlier, St. John's travels to Bloomington. Okay, okay. that's a ball that's, game. That's, that's that's a nice game. Uh, but the continuing the Big Ten ACC talk here, Northwestern at Wake. 
I favor Northwestern. I might go Northwestern there. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Florida State at Purdue. That's a good game, man. That's a gr- that's a grinder of a game. Yeah, it's gonna be forty five forty two. That's gonna come down. That's gonna come down to the last couple of minutes for sure. Uh, Duke at Ohio State. Uh, I mean, I wish Liddell would have went pro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be tough, especially on the road. And then look, we got another another rematch from the NCAA tournament last year: Clemson at Rutgers. Ah, that little rematch. Okay, I like it. Uh, I think Rutgers, especially with those guys coming back, they'll have the edge. Virginia Tech at Maryland. That's a game. That's a that's, great a, that's game. an interesting game. Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I think Maryland, especially at home, that's gonna be tough. Uh, and I mean, that's like you know, especially with that area, you know, Virginia Tech might be in Southern Virginia, but all of their graduates are in are, are in around D.C. and Northern Virginia, Maryland. So that that's a big game right there. Yeah, sign me up for that one. Uh, some of the other ones: Michigan at North Carolina. Can't yeah. wait! Cannot wait! Cannot See, wait for that game. Fun man, that's gonna be a lot of fun right there. Uh, Wisconsin at Georgia Tech. Who do you go in that game? Now that Alvarado is gone, I, I think I still favor Georgia Tech by a little bit, but I think that could be a game. Yeah, I think Wisconsin is going to struggle. Uh, that could, that's going to be an ugly game. I, I don't think we're going to watch that one. <laughs> How about uh, Miami, Florida at Penn State? Where, where are you going there? Miami, right? Miami, uh, uh, Miami at Penn State. That's yeah, close. That's a close game, though, dude. Yeah, you never know. I mean, Penn State's a weird building. Penn State actually plays solid at home. They had the last couple of years. Um, but I think with McGusty and Wong coming back, I'd favor uh, Miami. Uh, how about Nebraska at NC State? We're going NC State, right? Correct. Okay. Now Louisville at Michigan State. I don't know about Michigan State this year. I think they're an interesting team. Uh, I, I I go Louisville. Why not? That that's a ball game. Sign me up. Is that back to back? Hopefully Michigan at North Carolina, then Louisville at Michigan State. But other games happening that day: UCF at Auburn. I like it. I like it. Sign me up. Wichita State at Oklahoma State. Okay. Florida at Oklahoma. Wow. That's a ball game, man. That's a great Dude, we day. We got a lot of good games. Here. Great Jeez. day for hoops. Then Hell yeah. some of the other ones, final week of the first month, Kansas at St. John's. I think that's, that's fun. Interesting. How about this Missouri at Liberty? You laughed off my Liberty LSU. This one is in Virginia. Oh, it, that's got, that's got upset written all over buddy. Yes. Yes. Uh, uh, some other uh, Tennessee at Colorado. Eh, that one's not really doing it for me. <laughs> All right, Kentucky at Michigan. There we go. That that one does do it for me. That should be a hell of a game. And how, be fun. how about this one? Apparently sold out in less than an hour. Gonzaga heading up to Seattle, or heading over to Seattle, while Alabama heads up to Seattle. Gonzaga, Alabama in Seattle. Dude, Gonzaga's out of conference schedule is is tough. It should be tough because they're in conference schedules easy as shit. Yes. Uh, but man, we're gonna see a lot of Gonzaga this year. Uh, you got Iowa State at Creighton happening this day. Memphis at Ole Miss as well. Marquette at Wisconsin. That happens almost every year. How about this mid-major love? Saint Bonaventure at Buffalo. There we go. Fun. Fun. Game. Uh, you know what I want this year? What's and that? I, you, you probably don't have times yet on those, but I'm I'm hoping that they continue to do some day games. Yeah, me too. With everyone shifting, it's been a crazy year for change. Uh, the problem is, I guess you know, filling a stadium during the day is tough because people are at school or work. But uh, working from home 
it was pretty wonderful to uh, have the the TV on in the background we, watching some some midday college basketball. We were just talking about that in the studio, like not only college basketball, but also like the NFL had like Tuesday and Wednesday games. Yeah, I was like, this was yeah. great. It was a great year for that. Um, all right, before we get out of here, final final games here. I'm going to mention Xavier at Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's a nice. ball game. Those are two tournament teams. Maybe it even sounds two like Oklahoma 16. State's really challenging themselves in the out of conference schedule as well. Yes, yes. Uh, Georgetown at South Carolina. What do you think about that one? Yeah, yeah. Sleeper? Is that a sleeper? I mean, it's interesting just because it's two schools that you don't see play each other. Uh, but there's probably better games that day. How about the How about the uh, Jimmy V Classic here? Texas Tech, Tennessee, and Syracuse, Villanova. Yeah, it's not that great for the Jimmy V Classic, but both game, both you know, games are are solid. All right. Well, and and then how about I'm going to give mid-major love here. Davidson travels to Blacksburg. Davidson. And also Butler travels to Oklahoma. I think that's a little compelling. Nice. Nice. Um, Anyway, that's the first month of the season. I know I'm just naming random fucking games here, but I, I, I'm, I can't wait. I'll put it like that. All right. What's your final four? Final four gun to my head. I'm going to say, Cause you know, it's not going to be what we expect. I think you, you traditionally would say, okay, let's just go with the top four teams, Texas, UCLA, uh, Gonzaga and, and uh, maybe an sec school there, maybe Auburn or something. But I, I'm going to say someone's going to come out of left field again. I'm going to say, give me the likes of, I will say UCLA is in there, right? I think they're too talented. I will say Texas is in there. I'm going to take a shot though and say, who's a wild card. Who's a, a wild card that no one sees coming. Let's, let's go. Let's go. St. John's St. Wow. John's makes a run. I, I just feel like you can't go chalk. You can't <laughs> no, go yeah, chalk. Yeah. Throw, yeah. Throw somebody fun in there. Yeah. St. John's is my fun team. And then my, uh, my fourth pick will be, uh, Huh, let's let's I'm gonna go Kansas. Kansas wow. is really good this year, I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's why oh, you mentioned that because I was thinking my three chalky plates were gonna be UCLA, Kansas, and Texas. Let me give you What about uh, Nova? Nova with a Gillespie healthy and Caleb Daniels and Samuels. I, I just I'll say, I'll say my long shot is Mississippi State. I like it. Eric Dampier days, baby. Bring him back. <laughs> Why not? What the hell? Um, it's July. I like it. I like it. Who wins? UCLA gets it done. All right. I'm going to go. I'm going to go out and say, uh, I'm going to go say Kansas grabs the championship. It will be interesting to have UCLA to see, watch them with the target on their back rather than them, than, you know, than them being the uh, underdog. So uh, it'll be interesting. Hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, folks. If you're a first time listener to the College Basketball Experience, subscribe because we talk college basketball year round. So you better believe, you know, whether it's whatever conference, we're going to look into some of these mid major conferences too soon. I think next week we're going to try to dive into the Atlantic Ten. Uh, so subscribe, tell a friend, and also remember to check out the College Football Experience, our other feed. Yes, where we're breaking down all 130 college football teams. We talk college football year round over there. We talk college basketball year round over here. So subscribe to both me, NC Nick, Patty C. We uh we handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game. Been doing that for over four years. We've never had a losing season. Picking every game individually 
for each sport. None of us have had a losing season. Uh, so obviously as a collective, we're, we're, we're doing great. And, and our lock record, which we give away our locks way over 500. So uh, we give you all of that on the SGPN app for free. So just download that. The, the app is free too, guys go over to the app store, Google play store, download the SGPN app, and you will find out all of our picks for free. You'll get all of that content. Our guest, I touched on this. Uh, Phil Steele just came on Jim McMahon, some super bowl champs, Jim McMahon, Randy cross had Mike Leach on the show Had Larry, the cable guy, just, we're just killing it over there. All those episodes are available on the SGPN app and all these great articles. NC Nick writes a lot of great content. Uh, just released a, what I didn't you release an article tonight. Yeah. Fancy football related. Uh, the biggest question marks in the AFC West also tomorrow dropping. Well, that'll be what uh, Friday should be ACC coastal wind totals. Check it out. There you go. See, you'll get all of that on the app for free. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing we're trying to charge you for is your kindness. When you download that app, go to the, give us a five-star review in that app store. Say some nice things about us in the comment section. And if you do take a screenshot, find me on Twitter at the Colby D send me that screenshot. And then I will uh, send you a brand new college basketball experience t-shirt or college football. If you like college football, if that's your, more of your cup of tea, doesn't matter. We'll get you that brand new shirt. Give me a follow as well at the Colby D NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one, the college basketball experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. Give them a follow. And the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at DSGP network. Give them a follow. And sometimes works an asshole and work is terrible. And they block you from having fun with the gambling sites. Check out, not only download the SGPN app, that's a good quarterback sneak, but also the play action fake, get the slack app and type in sports gambling podcast. Cause we're talking all different sports year round golf, whatever. It's a lot of fun. Check it out. Getting that slack app. Uh, all right, folks, this is the college basketball experience. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.